Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want you to blame anything else but the negative on this show. What's going on? It's your man Casanova Wings with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. I told you I was going to be doing this regularly. I'm even doing this during the storm. Now, if you up on date, you know, I appreciate everybody's hitting me up to try to find out if I'm okay, you know, because a lot of people know that I'm in Florida, in Orlando, Florida, and this is where I this is where I live, and we just had the Hurricane Ivan, and I am okay. Uh, there's no power out. There's no power. In, uh, <clears throat> there's no power at my house, so me and the whole family are here in my office, in my studio right now, hanging out. There's power. There's internet right here for now. It, it has been going in and out all in the area, so but for right now, we're good. Um, but I decided to do a podcast. I know that's how dedicated I'm trying to show you. Even after the storm, I'm here to do a podcast, okay? My, my wife and kids are charging their phones on the internet. I think my wife is trying to watch Netflix. But like I said, internet is not really reliable right now. But we do have power here, which is great. So I'm here to do a podcast. I know, I know. See, the dedication, okay? The dedication. Um, But, you know, a few damage. I have a, a leak in, in the roof that happened, um, but, you know, uh, that's going to be fixed pretty soon. Uh, I had a couple of, uh, you know, I, I, had, I had a lot of outside furniture that was there for a while. So a lot, a lot of it, uh, we, we needed to upgrade anyway, to be honest. So I'm just taking the opportunity to upgrade. So we're throwing out old canopy, we're throwing out some furniture, pillows and all that stuff. So we're going to get some new ones probably in a few weeks. And this is an excuse to do it. You know, sometimes you got to do that to your house. You got to clean out the old stuff to get new stuff. So that's where we're at right now. So we're good. Uh, you know, like I said, not too much damage to the house. Anything, everything's repairable. One of our gates broke. But, you know, everything's repairable. Thank God we can repair things. And and we're safe. That's the important thing, that we're safe. And, and we're together. Anybody that listens to me in Florida, I hope you're safe. I hope you made it through the storm well. Hope you are okay. So, uh, yeah. So with that said, so, you know, with, with being on the internet, like I said, I've tried not to be on the internet too much because we didn't have power. So, but when I was on the internet, I saw, I'm seeing a lot of this, um, a lot of these, this, um, I'm seeing two sides of what's going on with black men right now in, in, uh, in, in general, I see one side of black men that are using black men to profit off of. Um, I, I'm seeing this notation of if I hate on black men, other black men, it gets me some type of fame. Uh, DJ uh, Akimis, whatever his name, uh, he recently went on a rant saying that old rappers are dusty and stuff like that. Um, you have Vlad TV. I don't know if Vlad is. I think he's white, but you know, a lot of artists go on there and talk and. You have that. Then you have the other side of these um, of these uh, black men that are out here not caring about life, wanting to stunt for the gram, wanting to claim their fame that they're the hardest in, in the world and they're getting killed. Uh, unfortunately, a whole bunch of rappers are getting killed right now, getting set up or 
they think they're bigger than life and people are after them. And most of the time, I would say 99.9% of the time, the killers are black people trying to come up. And I'm seeing this struggle within black men right now to really be something. Um, the struggle of of wanting to feel accomplished. And, and the problem, I think, when it comes down to it, I'm going to be really honest and blunt, is that black men inherently need something to really grasp on to take care of. Now, if we want to go back, let's go back. Let's go way back in time. Let's go back to Africa. Back in the day, it was for a black man to grow up, learn from his father, his community, um, grow up, become a hunter, a farmer, whatever he wanted to do, take on a wife, take a wife and go somewhere into a new area or whatnot and build his own. That is, it's genetically embedded in black men to do this. We are, are, are conquerors. We are builders. We are protectors. We are, you know, we have something. Um, it was the notion of a black man to grow up, get a wife, buy a house, take care of his family. I was talking to somebody, um, counseling sessions. I do have clients. Uh, with my life coaching that I sit down, I discuss, and I, and I was talking to a young lady, a black, uh, a young black lady that you know has problems with relationship situations going on. Of course, I'm not getting specific and all that stuff, but in general, and um, I told her I was like, you know, she said that you know, in a nutshell, she was feeling like she gave some information to a, a gentleman, and he used that against her, and you know. Hey, it's like, hey, I have a problem stealing. This was her problem. Say, I have a problem stealing. I don't want to do that. And then, you know, he used that to get her stealing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, particularly, this was about her body. She was like, hey, I, I have a problem. I have a very easy sexually. I, I'm very promiscuous. And I want a man that's not going to be promiscuous and get to know me so we could go. Then literally the next day, he used it, manipulated, and had sex with her. And I said, see, that's the, that's what, see, that's the problem we're having right now. Vulnerability in the black community is being used in two ways. One, we're taking information that we have and we're using it for our own personal gain. Um, for example, DJ Acklemus and all these people, whatever his name is, I don't know. And all these people are using things and they're manipulated for their benefit. You know, they're on social, you know, these rappers are on social media saying, I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then what these guys are here doing, they're going over there to rob. We're using the information for our own personal gain and not understanding how it hurts. Because as black men, we want something for our own. And when we don't have anything for our own, we're going to take it from somebody else and we're going to manipulate it because we don't understand anymore that it's in our nature to want something, to build something, to be somebody. And if we can't have that outlet, we're going to take it. Now, this is not saying it's right. But at the end of the day, we're we're doing it, our, what's in, in us, embedded in us, but we're using it negatively, negatively because we don't have the resources or the outlet anymore to do it positively. Let me repeat that. We are using what is embedded in us already negatively because we cannot use it positively. 
See, we as black men want to be kings of our own nation. And not necessarily like a nation of people, but in, in general, we want to be keen of something. We want to be the head of something. We want to be somebody because it's embedded in us to be somebody. We were raised, we weren't raised to serve a king or a queen like Caucasians and other cultures. So we were raised to be kings and queens. See, other cultures weren't raised that way. Other cultures were raised to obey a king, to be servant to the kings or the lords or things like that. That was the construct. That was the construction. That was the, the construct of their society. You had the king, then you had like monarchs and all this other stuff in Asian, Caucasian, Indian. All these were different. But in Africa, yeah, you had tribal leaders. You did. You, so don't get me wrong, you did. But it was encouraged that they create their own family. They weren't, they were servant to the king, of course, the tribe leader or all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they still had to create their own. Being a man and creating their own to serve the king, to not necessarily serve their king, but to satisfy, to satisfy the community that they were doing something. It was encouraged for them to do that. So at the end of the day, and it was it was it, it was a little bit different. Um, we were raised for that. We were raised to have our own family, our own children. We were raised with this idea that we have our own. And unfortunately, it's still in us. But instead of us using it for the way we're supposed to use it, we use it negatively. You know, um, we do anything to get that feeling of importance. And that's the problem right now. Now, you could argue other communities do it all, and that's fine. And I'm sure there's an argument for all that. So I'm not here to argue that. I'm saying in general, this is what we're facing right now. A whole nation of black men that don't feel important, don't feel like they have a purpose. So what they do is they, 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 they belittle what they can. Like, I think in my old other podcast, I said, excuse me, that I did in my live is that I, I was saying that we don't see worth in our own services and products, right? It goes deeper than that. We don't see worth in ourselves. See, it is easy for another black man to down another black man because in our society today, there is really a black man is, doesn't have any wealth, doesn't have any type of, of how can I say, of, 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 of worth within our society. So at the end of the day, the easiest way to come up is for me to get, take out this other black man, because at the end of the day, I don't feel my worth for myself and he doesn't have any worth either. So instead of me robbing this white person, this Asian person, whatnot, I'm going to rob this black man. Because let's be honest, when Asians were getting attacked, there was this national thing of Asian or uh, Asian crime. Oh, my God, Lord, have mercy. Asians are getting attacked. But we don't never talk about the countless thousands of lives of black young men in the hood and just in hoods all over the country that are getting killed every single day. But nobody cares about that. So for me, if I'm a person that's robbing, yo, this per black person is worth nothing. I can attack and nobody's even going to bat an eye. But as soon as I attack this white person, or this Asian person is going to be a crisis. So you know what society, America tells you you're not worth nothing because when our young boys die, nobody cares. When there's violence to our young men, nobody cares. But as soon as an Asian gets attacked, there's four or five attacks of Asians, there's Asian, there's a, a, a rise of Asian crime going on. 
but nobody talks about the black on black crime that's going on or 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 our children being victims nobody cares about that nobody nobody bats an eye that's not even news anymore but as soon as something happens so for me society tells me that for me to come up i gotta attack my own people for one i've already feel like he's not worth anything anyway and why should he have more than me because at the end of the day it doesn't matter if he work hard see because our mentality is like we see a white person an asian person an indian whatever you know whatever we say, man, they worked hard to get where they at. Congratulations. And we don't mess with them. We don't even think about that. But at the end, they see another black man come up. Oh, yo, let me take what he got. I was uh, watching this guy. and He said something. Like I said, I'm not going to say his name's not even worth it. But he said something that was very true. He was like, at the end of the day, you know, th there's something in the black community. When you're famous, when you have money, rapper, whatever, they call it check it in. So at the end of the day, uh, pretty much if you go to any hood or any city as a black person, you have to check in with people. Now, checking in doesn't guarantee protection. Checking in doesn't guarantee nothing. It's just checking in so people won't mess with you. But in essence, it really makes no sense, to, to be completely honest. But this is what people do. They go in, they check in with people in the hood. They, they make sure they're good. I, I, you know what I'm saying? But they don't make nobody else do that. Nobody... In, in no country singer, rock singer, whatnot. Nobody does that. But black people want to do that to other black people. Then when you don't check in, oh, you got, they got a problem. They're going to run up on you. You ain't even check in. Who are you in my hood? Like, we're fighting over stuff that it's not even our own. We're fighting over our buildings and hoods that at the end, we have no ownership in. But at the end of the day, we're going to make another black man check in. If he don't, then it's going to be a problem. It's going to, you know, either it's going to fight, shut guns and all that stuff because you didn't check in you disrespected me but think about the mentality that makes no sense i've if i go to compton well who am i checking in with i'm going to visit if i'm a famous person getting money why am i even checking in with you like like why am i even doing that see it's two parts to this let me think one is the part of if i'm a black man that's successful why am i going back to the hood white people don't do that Irish people don't do that. They invest in their community, but they're not killing in the community. It's expected that they're going to be living in a high rise somewhere in the in the city. Or they're going to be having a house somewhere. Because at the end of the day, when you make it, you go out the hood. That, that's the mentality of other cultures. Once you make it out the hood, once you make it out the poverty, you go to the next level. I've never heard any white person or any Asian person or any Italian person or any of these cultures say, yo, he's fake. He didn't come back to the hood. They don't do that. They congratulate their stars. Nobody's talking about Celine Dion. Yo, you came from it. No, she's not. Nobody's talking about, you know, uh, you know, uh, nobody's talking about, uh, let's just random, random actors. And you know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about these people, you know, Tom Hanks or 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 these people that made it out the hood or, or whatever, talking about, oh, they're fake because they're not here no more. We're the only people that do that to our people. Why are we expected to go back to the, the hood that we struggle to get out of? That's the point is to get out the hood. But for us, our mentality is so warped is that, yo, that person's fake because they didn't get they didn't come 
back in the hood and give some money to some thugs instead of just leaving. Instead of the thugs saying, and so the response isn't like, yo, I'm glad that brother made it at the hood inspired me to do the same because it showed me I could do it. No, it's like, yo, if I catch him, I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to rob him. This is the mentality of black people. We use each other. We black men use other black men to come up. And if they, you know, let me, let me calm down. Let me regress. Because I'm getting a little bit. But the mentality is so stupid. The mentality is so ridiculous within black men. Yes, and it's back to what I said. We want something so bad for ourselves that we can't even appreciate when other people get it because it's not us. And I've been there. I've, I've been there myself when I was down, when I was doing, when my mental wasn't right. I was looking at other people, friends and family and and stuff like that and saying why they doing good and they're not helping me out i get it because at the end of the day i didn't see my worth everybody got different path in life i was looking at my people's like damn why they they doing it big nobody hit me up when i'm struggling nobody hit me up but see it's not for them to hit me up it's not their responsibility to call me and say yo i got you whether they're family close friends best friends cousin mother it doesn't matter it's not their responsibility to say yo i made it let me hit you up and help you make it that's not their responsibility but see this is what we think as black people and i've been there so i'm speaking from a place of understanding because when you are down you look at those that are close to you and you get mad at them I wasn't mad at any white friends or any famous random white people or, or or Asian people. I wasn't mad. I was mad at my friends that are black that are doing it big. I was mad at them. Because, see, ultimately I was mad at myself. Which caused me to be mad at everybody else. Because I'm mad that I didn't make it. Because I wasn't doing it big. When at the end of the day, it wasn't their response. They did. They struggled and did what they got to do. And I'm now I'm out of point. I'm congratulating them. I'm saying, yo, do your thing, bro. Bro, do your thing. Make it happen. Yo, but see, when I was down, I was looking at it differently. Now, now I wasn't as bad as some of these people out here in the hood. You in the hood, you got nothing. And then your boy made it or a dude you know made it. And he's up there doing it big. But then you hear he, yo, he live on block 20. I'm going to rob this cat because I don't see worth for myself. And at the end of the day, why are you making it? I didn't. This goes back to what I say. We create our own world. And at the end of the day, we tend not to understand we create our own world. See, this is what's taken away from us as black men is the, 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 the mental ability to create our own world. And what I mean the mental ability is actually for us to mentally believe that I control my environment. See, we've been brainwashed to think that our environment controls us. Basic psychology of environmental psychology is saying that you are raised or you created by your environment. Now, there's a lot of controversy in that. A lot of people say, no, it's not all of it, some of it, all that. That's cool. But at the end of the day, this is what this is the idea. So we give into that, that, yo, I can't get out this hood. So when people get out, oh, we say they must have done something. How did they get there? I couldn't. But see. You have to be honest. I'm not that person that got out the hood. They did things that I didn't do yet or I'm not willing to do to get out the hood. Maybe studying hard, playing sports hard or whatever it was. They got out the hood. 
but I'm still in the hood. But instead of blaming myself and taking responsibility, I look at them and say, oh, they must have did something. Because they're not worthy of that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to rob them. But we don't say that to other, we don't look at other cultures to get mad. Because, see, there's an expectation that if they made it, they probably made it legit. They made it the right way. They, they're okay. But black people know we have this idea that we should look back and, and help the community. But how has the community helped to create these people to be successful? Like, when I get successful, well, I should not fear going back to my hood. You know, these other people in white communities and all that, they get praised when they go back to their hood. They're praised, treated like gods. Nobody's in their life. Nobody's trying to rob them. They're going back to praise and saying, thank you for coming back. And, you know, thank you. You know, you, you made it. Yes, they're praising them. They're putting billboards in towns and stuff like that. Like, congratulations. When they come back to their town, they're like freaking God's parades and stuff like that. Black people, when you go back to the hood, they're trying to shoot you and rob you. Yo, I like that chain, homie. Give it up. Do we understand what's going on? This is what we do to each other's black men. You know, I, I, I sit there and I talk about black men and what has been done to us. I do. But I also see accountability of what we do to ourselves. And there was a point where I was there myself too, where I looked at everybody as, as like, yo, enemy, like, why are they up there and I'm not? Why are they doing this and I'm not? Why everybody winning and I'm not? But then when I got to the position of winning, I see it now. I understand. I worked, <coughs> I worked hard to get where I'm at today. I created my own world. But when I started to see that mentality, now I'm not saying that they ain't dark. There weren't dark days. I'm not saying that one day I woke up and I had this revelation and I was good. No, there was days where it was dark. There was days where I was feeling down. But in general, I kept going because I understood I needed to create my own world. And that nobody, nobody was responsible for my failure or my success but me. So I'm not going to down somebody else to be, I could, I could be, make, do this podcast. I had an opportunity to bash people. You know what I'm saying? Now, I say things about people that are reality, but I'm not here to bash nobody. I could disagree with another black man. Like I disagreed with, with uh, Kevin Samuels, rest in peace. I disagree with Dr. Umar, some of the things he said and some other things, and that's fine. And I could disagree with people in their ideology or how they say, and that's fine. But I will never hate on another black man. I would never hate on somebody else in their fame. I may not agree with them. I may not agree with what they do or how they do it, how they make it happen. I may not agree with it. And that's fine. But I would never hate on somebody's success. You could never say in my podcast, I ever hated on somebody's success. Kevin Samuels, I never hated on success. And I actually backed away from it. People were hitting me up. There was columns and things like that because of my podcast. And I backed off on it because at the end of the day, I, I didn't want to seem as if I'm hating on him and I'm using him for the come up because that's not what this podcast was. I got where I am right now, not because I was hating on people, because I was telling the truth and I was helping people, not because I was hating on this person or that person. But at the end of the day, in the black community, that's what we do. That's what we feel we need to do to. Now, don't get me wrong. There's something called healthy competition. 
Now, at the end of the day, I may be a, a very, comp- I like competition. I like, you know, sizing myself up against people around me and say, I'm going to do better. That's okay. But see, that's because of the work I'm doing. I want to be better than everybody around me. I want to be better than other black men. I want to be the best black man. So you could do that by being the best, but you don't have to hate. If you don't like a rapper like y'all don't like this dude, I'm just going to do what I got to do and I'm going to come up. See, everybody got this. I guess in the black community, we got this 50 cent mentality. 50 cent probably has the most unique career. And and it showed people certain things. Now, if you know the rapper 50 cent, his claim to fame and how he came up was by literally coming out, dissing all other rappers. and then. After that, he attacked ja-, ja Ru, who at the time was like the biggest rapper on earth at that time. He was making money features on everything. Every song he did was going platinum. Bird Eat was like the hottest label out. 50 Cent came out and murdered them. His whole first album was literally about dissing these dudes. And he destroyed them. Now, rap is very com- com- is very it's competition in general and their beef is personal. So in general, I'm not here to speak about that, that, that beef, because at the end of the day, it was some personal street stuff that they were going through. And the reason why, you know, he was dissing them. So that, that's one. But the other is he showed people that at the end of the day, that you could come up by dissing other people. Now we've had rap battles. We've had rap battles, you know, Jay-Z and Nas, you know, unfortunately, Tupac and, and, and Biggie and, and, and various other rap battles that's happened. And I think 50 Cent and the Biggie and Tupac situation showed black men that at the end of the day, I could come up and hate on another black man. And the consequences for Biggie too was death from that beef. You know what I'm saying? And we create that. We perpetuated that beef to turn into that. Thank God 50 Cent and Jaru didn't go to that. But at the end of the day, it just showed the mentality like y'all may hit on another black man. And that's fine. I can hit on other black men and that's fine. You know, and there's such a way we could do it. Like I said, you could disagree with a rapper. And you could be in competition with the rapper. That's cool. Just in general, you'd be in competition. Like, I want to be the best. But it shouldn't be on the grounds of kill, of, of killing or, or or hurting somebody else. Just be the better person. You know what I'm saying? Or if you have an, an opposing idea, that's fine. State your thing. Like, I don't agree with my this person's view. Here are my views. Here's my argument. If you see somebody on the, on the come up and they're doing it and you don't like them, that's fine. Be better than them. But it should never get to a point where y'all would be killing people. Like that don't happen in, 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 in white entertainment. <laughs> you don't see, you don't see Eminem and, 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 and Justin Timberlake beefing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen because at the end of the day, they're getting money. And me beefing, it it doesn't make money for them in their world to beef, but it makes money for us in our world. 
Like, think about it. In the white world, beef, it doesn't make money. But for us, it does. Robbing people, all this other stuff. I come up with a disc record of this hot rapper. People are going to recognize me more. And we do it so much in our black community. We have to stop seeing other black men as the, as the come up. We have to see other black men as an opportunity for us to be better. Like if I see how you doing it and how you moving, I'm going to move better than you. I'm going to be better than you. Like at the end, of the day, I refuse to turn my podcast into me bashing other black men. I refuse to do that. I've had opportunities where I could do that, but I, I'm not going to do that. Because if I probably went in on Samuel, went in on, on Dr. Umar and, and DJ Active, if I went on these people hard, something to go viral and then people would be looking at me. But at the end of the day, you know, like a Derek Jackson, you know, where I'm just like, yo, but, you know, like I can't do that. To me, that would be uh, contradicting what this podcast is about. It's about our mental health. It's about how we treat ourselves mentally and how we treat others. What we do for ourselves to be mentally stable. How we recognize mental issues within ourselves and we address it because we, uh, our society doesn't think we have any mental issues. But it is a mental. It's a disease. Think about it. You know, we call we they 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 say now that using drugs is a disease, right? Which I don't personally agree with because you choose to 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 use drugs, and you know, people all everybody knows that drugs are addictive. And you choose to do crack or cocaine or fentanyl or whatever you choose to do. That's a choice. You don't get tricked into it one day. Like hey, you know, you, you choose to do that. But now it's sympathy. Oh. It's a disease. So why can't the idea of hating on other black men to come up be a disease as well? Because we do it all the time. It's a choice. Just like taking drugs is a choice. So at the end of the day, you have to look at it like that. Like, okay, it's a disease that we have in the black community. That we think that the easiest way to come up is to rob, kill, or, or diminish somebody's worth. That's how we come up. We don't come up with hard work anymore. We don't come up with taking responsibility for our own and being better. No, we take, we say, hating on this person, killing on this black man, killing on, doing that, that's how we come up. Recently, we lost an a artist, PM, PMB. Uh, you know, he was in Ros Roscoe's Waffle and Chicken, Chicken and Waffles. And came and they shot him and robbed him. But a few weeks before that, he was just talking a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yo, I can't get robbed. I can't get you a whole bunch of stuff on podcasts. You know, nobody can touch me. I ain't about that. They try. He talked a whole bunch of stuff. And the way he died was the way he was bragging about that. He wouldn't die. Now, we all know that artists want to look bigger than life. You know, when Justin Timberlake buys the expensive car and puts it on, on Facebook or Instagram, when Justin Bieber uh, buys the latest Jordans and floss them, they're not worried about their people coming after them. They're not, you know, they're not worried about people robbing them. 
Now, I'm not saying that they can't get robbed. People don't rob. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is it's not that intimate threat to them that, yo, an Instagram post of where they at, somebody's going to come see them. A, a lot of times that Instagram post is going to give more fans because their fans going to go there and try to see them and get autographed and pictures with them. Black people, we post where we at on Instagram. We got to be wary that, yo, somebody's going to see that and try to rob me. Now, I'm not saying that those other artists can't get robbed or set up too. I'm not saying that. But in general, they're not, they're posting like, hey, I'm I'm at this concert tonight. Come through. They're not in their head, yo, people, people coming to rob me. I can't, I gotta watch what I post because you know, people, they say they can't, they have to watch what they post because there may be too many fans there. They, you know what I'm saying? But in general, they're not afraid to post where they're at because they're afraid in general, oh, I'm gonna get robbed killed no but black people we got to worry about that even regular people even regular people got to worry about that regular black folks got to worry about that i could be saying yo you know y'all bought a new car i'm at the club tonight it could be some dude on, on my instagram to go word i'm gonna go rob him and go to the club not just to see me not to network but purposely there to rob me because they saw on on on, on facebook on Instagram or whatever that I'm flossing, as they call it. I'm, I'm showing off my jewelry. I'm showing off what how I live. Now you got to think, like, damn, black people can't be normal artists. You know what I'm saying? Because the idea of an artist is that they're bigger than life. Like, that's the purpose of being an artist, that they're bigger than life, and that when I follow their Instagram, they're living life I want to live. And that should inspire you to be better. To, so you could be on that level. See, that's the purpose of that. Like, look at how I'm living. I work hard. I have a talent to be here. In turn, you put it, damn, yo, they doing it big. Yo, I want to be like that. Yo, what can I do to get there? But see, in the black community, we think, oh, yo, I'm going to rob him. I'm going to take what he got. I'm going to kill him. Because they claim the phase like, yo, I killed that rapper. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of these rappers be out here asking for it, too. Like PMB, like I said, I am not, uh, I'm not saying that I am okay with somebody getting killed no matter what. I don't care. You should be able to talk all the garbage you want in the world. You should never, there's never excuse for killers. Don't get me wrong. But if you up there bragging on your podcast or you think, yo, homie, I can't be touched. They be trying that. Then you invited all that negativity into your life. Because it just only takes one person to say, oh, word, you think you're a man? Now, apparently, and this is what makes it, let's make it, let's even go further. What makes it sad is that the suspect of this robbery and killing is a 17-year-old kid. And on top of that, his father was the driver. His father, his father, another a black man, drove his 17-year-old son to a location to rob and murder somebody and drove off with him. Think about that. Not only was it some 17-year-old punk, you can make it he's young, he's stupid, but his father, a grown man, encouraged that. We have a problem with black men in our community because that is you know, we all sit there and say, oh, the absent father that caused this, you know? And I get it. But his father was there, obviously. Gay Bayon with him. 
going to rob this dude and shoot him and kill him. Like, do we not see how we are falling as black men from grace? I feel a certain way about that. Like, what were they discussing in the car? As a grown man, you in the sun with your, your son, your 17-year-old son, about to commit murder to rob somebody of a chain. That at the end of the day, how much money? Most of these chains are fake anyway. Most of these rappers' chains are fake. I could go online right now and get an iced-out-looking chain that looked like it was $10 million, but really was maybe $500. And this is what you robbing people of. Chains that are not even real. For what? For clout. For what? What is the purpose? Like, I don't get how people do crimes now when everybody got a camera. Cameras are everywhere. What people, how many people are really getting killed and not catching people? Like, it's not, like, it's too many cameras out right now. Too many snitches. Too many people out here snitches. People get mad at 6 9 but at the end of the day, how <laughs> you think they catch all these people? But we sit there and we okay with that. We sit there and, and, and this is the mentality of black men in America. A father and a son. Like we... we, we it, it bothers me because at the end, I could never imagine being with my son and doing that. Looking at my son and saying, yo, yo, son, we about to rob this dude. Let's go. Yeah, dad, let's go. Knowing that, like, my son could be in jail. Knowing that my son could get life or he's going to take a life. How could I encourage that or be part of that? Like, it should be a father's wish to want your son to be better than you. I want my son to be better than me. It's sad. We need to stop this with black men. We need to come together, support each other. We need to stop this. We really need to stop this mentality of like that crabs in the bucket where we are crawling on each other, pushing each other down just so we can be better than them rather than working together or being inspired by other black men. I'm inspired right now by other black men. The people I used to say, oh, what was me? But now I'm inspired by them. And not inspired to do what they do, but I'm inspired to be me and to be the best I can be. <sighs> so let's please, let's, let's, let's be inspired by each other and not harm each other, okay? Hey, thank you for listening to another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, I want to thank everybody. Like I said, I wanted to do a podcast. The storm is here, but everything's fine. My family's fine. Thank you for all the love and 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 uh, kind words you sent to me. Um, I'm um, still working on the Minority Mental Health Network. Uh, working on that. If you want to know anything that's going on with me, go to castlewilliams.com. Pick up my book, Black Men's Mental Health. You want to know about podcasting, pick up my podcast book. And then also my new book, My Life is a Success Life Coach Book, Three Keys of Achieving Success. So you can pick that up as well. I got a lot of things going on. Like I said, so much going on right now that it's just very hard. Uh, the Culture Life Products, I got a whole new line that I created. We new packaging, new formulas, better formulas. I got face masks coming that are just 
specific to certain things. One's for for anti-aging. One's for for uh, pigmentation. One is for uh, acne and blackheads. So just look out for that. I'm, I'm really trying to get into this cosmetic game heavy. So um, check it out. That'll be out in a few weeks. Okay. Um, until next time, people.